Welcome to the Go Digital Jason Lowe Show, where I interview business owners and founders alike on their strategies in digital transformation and how they scale their businesses to the next level. If you are looking to grow digitally, then this is the podcast for you. Stay tuned for today's special guest as this podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. Hey there everyone, this is Jason Lowe and you are tuning in to the Go Digital with Jason Lowe Show. Well, today we have a very special guest because if you are a car fanatic, then I believe somehow or other you would have seen a triple car floor mat at somewhere within the social media space. If you look through their website, they state that Trapple is an automotive accessories brand that has been listed as the number one online best-selling car mat in Malaysia since 2016. They provide full tailor-fit car mat solutions for each customer's car model integrated with their manufacturing 4.0 model to provide online to offline experience. Having also won numerous awards, I am really excited to invite Zong co-founder and CEO of Trapo Malaysia to be on my show for today. Let's find out what is the secret sauce with Trapo and what makes a traditional product like a car mat to be so desirable to buy online. Hey Zong, welcome to the show man. Glad to have you here. Hi Jason, how are you? I'm, I'm Zong. <laughs> so, okay. Are you okay? Yeah, everything's good today? Yes, everything's good. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, maybe we can give an introduction of what probably Trapple is to the audience. I mean, we know it's a car floor mat, yeah. but in, in your uh, perspective, what else do you, would you like to tell audience about regarding Trapple? I think what you just introduced is amazing. So you pretty much say everything what we do. So we are a car mat solution provider and we provide customized car mats to more than 500 car models. So every car you can come to us and, and you, can, you can choose a car mat. Uh, the base color, the line color that suits your car interior. Right, so what, what intrigued me to actually uh, bring you on board to the show to interview in the first place is that uh, if I'm not wrong, you guys are really putting a lot of efforts onto the digital space. You guys are taking something traditional like a, floor, a car floor mat, bringing it online. But uh, before we reach the strategies on how you actually did that, yeah. I, I would be really interested to know that why car mats? You know, yeah. what, what was the idea behind that kind of, uh, you know, starting this kind of business? Yes. So, um, so we rewind the time three and a half years ago when I first came back from uh, overseas. So I like any other Malaysians, I drive to work every day. So I drive about one and a half to two hours a day. And then when it comes to cleaning the car, so I realized that everyone, I, I, have, I was having the problem of cleaning car mats. So um, when I talk to all my friends, most of them have the same issue. And Malaysians really like to, you know, pass the car to car wash and, and let them wash. Yeah, true. So they don't really, you know, put it, see it as a, a very big issue unless you do it yourself. And at the same time, uh, my family background, so we do car, uh, we, sorry, we do form manufacturing. Mm -hmm. So we make toys and, and um, shoes and industrial forms. And we have about 300 tons of waste that we need to recycle. Oh. So this is where uh, we, so me and my brother Zah, um, we talk about that we always wanted to do something on the e-commerce side. Mm -hmm. but. Throughout the journey, we were select. We were looking for opportunities and selecting products, and then we find this uh, really niche opportunity about car mats, where there's a problem in in the in Malaysia. At the same time, we also have a problems in our factory. That's why we make our recycle forms into recycle car mats. So that's how we started in the very beginning. 
Oh, that, that's it's actually interesting to know that you guys branched out due to a problem within your own uh, yep. family business and you recycled it into something accessible to Malaysians by many. So uh, uh, that's a very interesting uh, fact that I've just learned today too. So, but then when you say doing it online, so when you wanted to take CarMats and put it online to sell, yep. you know that you need to run digital marketing. Uh, what, what was your expectations in terms of sales? Um, the expectation in the very beginning, we were ex- we were we wasn't expecting a lot because it was a totally new market, right? And what we were doing in the very beginning was just to get we, we really spent six months. So before before we actually started selling customized carmets, we actually tested it out DIY carmets. Okay. So we we big, uh, we make the mats into big big rows. And we hope that Malaysians will buy and, and cut themselves. <laughs> oh, so that was the first <laughs> that idea. That was the first idea. <laughs> so throughout throughout the early two months, right? So we actually managed to uh, sell in some of the car accessory shops, mm-hmm. but it's not the mentality of Malaysians where they like to do DIYs. So um, then we realized that okay, we need to make the. It's it's not about the price. It's actually about the product. So we need to make a better product that suits every car. And then we got into the very early stage of um, designing the website. Um, the, one of the reasons that we went online instead of offline in the beginning was because we were never in automotive industry. So I don't know anyone, no connection at all. And we just say, let's just try create a website, sell car mats by different car models. And from that, that was the point where we just, we just and, and yeah, I remember one point was, the very uh, early three months, we were saying that because we had no idea how was the response. Like once again, no connection at all, right? So we were saying in the very very early stage, setting up the uh, strategy was let's just use our three months sales to put it back into marketing, so to get people know about us. Every so every because in e-commerce, you know, every day you get sales, right? So that is in the very early stage, we really monitor closely in the first few days, like how much I get one sale I just put that one sale back two three so that that's how we started because we were low, really really low on um, marketing resources and we got no idea what is the market looks like so that, that was the very early stage of this so I think the point uh, to summarize this point is that in my previous shows and my previous interviews yep. I talked about how we can you know, going online is one thing, yep. but the, the main advantage of going online is to able to get responses through yes. data. I think if you like run some marketing, you run some Facebook ads, you yep. can see, ah, oh, people click this more, people don't click this more, people yep. comment this thing more, people don't comment that thing more. Yes. I think that, that is a quite a huge uh, factor that allows you to decide what path to take next, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, so of course, you have to do this to, for the branding. So what was the big first project that happened? Or what was the, how to say, the trigger that happened that made you, that told you that, oh, wow, I think selling comments online really do work. It's not, I bet you have a lot of challenges. Or, do you have naysayers actually telling you, wow, Zong, you go put your comment online, you should not. <laughs> of course, uh, all the naysayers actually came from um, the internal in the very beginning. Okay. Because as a very traditional uh, business, and we were asking and, and sorry the naysayers I would say comes from the automotive industry people oh, so okay, what, okay. what they usually say it's impossible that you can sell things like this that's why no one's doing it so we sell things like this online online yeah so because automotive is a very very traditional market and, and people just want to touch and they have to like think about three years ago when you want to buy some things 
from automotive if it's a accessory usually you 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 probably go platforms and buy if things that you install yourself but things that are like a, a lot of accessories are actually done through accessory shops tradition and accessory correct, shops correct. especially like car tins um, car mats car coating so these are the things that usually people have the habit of going to the shops Right, so um, for now, let's take a break. When we come back, I would like to find out that how did Zong and his company Treple solve the problem that you know you have to go to accessory shop to get specific requirements, specific cards, and things like that. How do you solve it through online, and how yep. did it enable uh, people of Malaysia to actually accept this idea and actually purchase them online? So coming right back soon. Having difficulty in cleaning out the dirt from a car floor mat. Look no further as Trapple offers CarMed solutions that can cater to every need. With all kinds of manufacturing technology that went into producing a Trapple CarMed, rest assured you will only receive quality. So head on over to my.trapple.asia, that is my.trapo.asia today to find out more on why this CarMed is not just your regular CarMed. Welcome back to the Go Digital with Jason Lowe show and today I have a very special guest called Zong so he handles the CEO and co-founder of Trapo Malaysia so if you guys have been seeing the ads seeing the road shows in various malls Trapo is a premium Malaysia combat brand that is made locally sourced from renewable materials I just found out earlier on in the show and I am here to ask Zong how did he decided to actually take a, such a traditional uh, industry such a traditional item about selling car mats online where he initially faced challenges from the automotive accessory shops himself you know they were telling him oh yo you sell online how can you know it doesn't work that way people need to come in get their car fitted and they need to like measurement choose the color you know they give you a lot of reasons of why this thing doesn't work online yes. this is because um i believe that the error now it's not an error where you have just have, have an information website you know you say trapper we sell car mat buy now people do not know that they need to buy it online yep. you know it becomes a medium your website becomes a medium a platform yep. to actually reach out the correct information to users so in the sense of Trepo, how do you guys like structure the strategy so that people feel very comfortable in, in trusting you and deciding to buy something like this online okay um so the, in the very early stage what we did was we found out all the problems like we say um like through the trial and errors trial and errors no uh the problems with the comments okay, okay right 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 so like your comments always move around your comment smells you mm -hmm. always have one True. hole in your driver's seat after <laughs> you drive for some time <laughs> and you never get a comment that fits properly mm. and that that was the, the main problem that i discovered um and also I really did a lot of um, A-B testing with friends mm. and oh, really wow. understand what consumer wants. Mm -hmm. And then True. on top of that, we ha in order to go through e-commerce, you have to do it a little bit different. You have to create uh, something in order to attract people, right? Mm -hmm. So what we did was we allowed customization for colors. And as a very traditional um, business where we were uh, doing something customized, make, make on... Uh, manufacture on demand was something that was really really hard in the beginning so but that was something that we have to overcome in order to do a transformation manufacturing on demand yes it's is it because like example i drive like a toyota and yes. he's ordered it for vios yes they got to figure out how do you want to process that in a timely yeah. manner so what we did was we make the car mats within three working days mm -hmm. and ship it out um to you with uh you should re receive it five to seven working days 
mm-hmm. and the reason behind was there were too many different models and different variants mm. by just 500 different car models every car we provide about 16 variants so multiply by that that is our SKU oh, so it's, wow. it's very it's very hard let's say I, I like a gray base red lining mm. that suits my car mm. so that's something that we try to do as personalized as possible mm-hmm. So that, that was that was the something that we started in the very beginning. So so you actually adopt like the model of fashion companies, you or you know, you cut yep. you tell you give them a choice of cutting, sizes, yep. colours, and then the more choices you have online in even though it's just one SKU, yep. but I think what you are you implemented greatly was the personalization aspect of it. Yep. Tell it to the car, tell it the colour, and, and all this gives choices for I think it gives Sometimes it gives choices for people to have this kind of variety compared to car accessory shops or more. Yeah. You know, some, you know uh, Malaysia have a lot of small car accessory shops, you go in, go come in or not, they just show you that one style and you're like, that's it, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get to personalize that thing. Yeah. The most they cut for you that car shape, uh, but then they don't go really beyond uh, that. So, uh, so have you been, how, how, when was Triple started again? Uh, back in 20... Uh, 2016. So today's 2016, now we have yeah. about 3 years, 2019. Have yeah. you seen like a steady growth in terms of online purchases? Or what's your current outlook in, in the e-commerce market right now? Um, definitely in the very early uh, two and a half years, we were f- focusing more on um, internal products. Mm-hmm. And uh, two months ago, we launched our new products. So in the very, in the very, early three years it's more like trial and error mm-hmm. and we really grow like we even the comments itself we have i think we have like three to four times of uh iterations improved mm-hmm. yeah and then until recently we launched a, a new a new like the version 2.0 so throughout throughout that we were really um focusing on learning what customer really wants and keep changing the details and listen to them and then that was the very early stage so right now definitely uh, throughout the three years we see a very steady growth so um, we have a very high uh, referral rate through friends mm. so everyone that use travel they will if they are very satisfied with the product most likely they will share with their friends and family with the, with the product uh, that's that's amazing that uh, so w- another point that I would like to reinforce here that uh, yep. Zong just mentioned earlier on is that I, I, I've been telling my clients you know the, the whole journey of example digital transformation it's not easy okay for your case <laughs> I feel it's even harder because it's not even digital transformation it's you're starting everything from a certain scratch you know yep. you're starting everything from scratch you have nothing you yep. don't you don't even have initial data on how good your first products are yeah uh, of course you got it after you went and talked to you know automotive yeah. companies then they give you feedback yes but it's along the way when you implement all this like when when zong mentioned a b testing earlier on it just means that you you know you conduct various different strategies for a very common goal and then you see the a test or the b test of that whole experiment which one works better then definitely you will input more resources input more efforts into that specific test yes. so this uh I, I think i mentioned this in uh, one of my bfm episodes earlier on is what we call uh, small iterations that you improve gradually through understanding uh, the concept of gathering data yep. so uh, you can only do that kind of test when you get data receive feedback so feedback also is a form of data I, I, you don't know how many business owners that tell you when I tell them you guys get to focus on getting data mm-hmm. and they think numbers you know they think a lot of numbers they think a lot of uh, you know that's a charts uh, analysis well of course that's the post-processing part but when you say getting data it can be something as simple as getting a feedback 
from Facebook, yeah. getting comments, hearing word of mouth. Then you got to compile it into yeah. like somewhere, and you then only take that kind of compilation to do more iteration from it. So from there, you have from your first version of your car mat, which uh, you slowly you upgraded it and evolved to become, oh, what's it called again? Triple Mark, Triple Mark, Mark II, two, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did a very a big launch just a couple of weeks back, right? Uh, yeah, yeah they, were, they were very, a lot of flashy cars. They're trying to like relate the brand to something very premium and desirable. You know, <laughs> making a four car made desirable for purchase. That's something you can only figure out how do you achieve that kind of content through marketing after all kinds of iterations through the data that you actually get. So so what would you think about the new car made? How, how did it how did it came up to this product anyway? You, you identified more issues that users want. Is that how it is? Yeah, so um, in the in the Mark II that we have throughout the early three years, we ident- we always been solving three problems. One is hygiene, safety, and sustainability. Mm-hmm. And with the new one, uh, we really want to create uh, differentiations. Uh, throughout this journey, we have we now see more and more competitors coming in because of um, the way that we do, and and there are more and more competitors trying to do things similar like what we do. So in order to uh, create differentiation, what we did in the hygiene part was we make our mats antibacterial. So we uh, work with a Japanese um, technology, a company where we put silver iron into the product and then when it touches water and it will actually kill the germs on the car mat. And on the safety side, um, we also have another patent technology which is underneath the car mats to actually grab the car- carpet um, mm. firmly which to solve one of the uh, premium car problems. I don't know whether you know, most of the car mats that you buy out there, the very early few months, you will say that it's anti-slip, but after a while, it will just move. Yeah, so. I, I do have that issue with yeah. my current car mats anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. thinking, where do I want to get the triple mark too? <laughs> it's my turn to get one for yeah. my car also. And, and yeah, and to continue, the last part will be the sustainability because we started the product from solving the problem which is our recycle problems so in order to do that uh, we continue with that and we even launched a CSR program mm-hmm. we call it care for next so we actually welcome consumer to actually recycle the comments with us together even though it's not our product so even it's a coin match or other comments we will put it into the right place for recycling oh. and with the triple we, you can actually bring your old triple back here and you can get a discounted triple for a new set and we'll actually make that recycle it and we actually develop a new product which is called Triple Eco that contains 68% of recycled material. So that's a CSR program that we're trying to do. So, so that, is that why I see a, like a, a bin full of other car mats downstairs earlier on yes. when I came into the shop? So, oh yeah, I guess so I'm currently in Triple's uh, office in KL talking about uh, what makes Triple special into the online space. And when I came into the, the ground floor entrance just now, I, I was looking at why do you have a bin of other car mats? I thought you want to take like other car mats to do some kind of comparison. Also, that's the CSR, CSR yes. program that yes. you guys are initiating. Yes. Oh, I, I'm, I'm amazed at how much you guys are thinking about you know, recycling, giving back. But what you say is true in terms of the environment part of it. A lot of the car mats these days in any automotive shops, you actually do not know what's the material in it. Yep. You know, you don't know. I, I, I've bought other car mats before. They just gave off a very strong chemical plastic smell for like yep. weeks and months, you know, yep. and and you just get used to it. But I don't think you should get used to films like this that, that are you know, not doing too much for your health. Yes. So, so, so I think uh, being online, being digital, it allows your company to have a kind of transparency towards your target audience. And I think this uh, invokes trust. 
You know, last last time and many years back, people daren't buy uh, the people daren't buy online because they feel that what well, if this online you know online sounds very scammy at that time. Yeah. But now people or businesses that are more innovative, they use the online channel to actually position themselves into a more trustable company. I think you can do uh, more messaging, you can do more content, do video content, have like what you say, word of mouth. I think the word of mouth does not necessarily only means. In the sense of traditional, like I tell my parents, it would be like Facebook shares, correct? Yeah, correct. Facebook shares, the social media. So that's how all these kind of digital platforms actually enhances your business to achieve things. So uh, I've also seen recently you guys are starting uh, to branch out. Besides car mats, you guys have are doing like car accessories. Yeah. And are you guys planning to add more and more into like the travel family and things? Um, that is definitely one of the one of the thing that we would like to add. Um, this is also from our, our customers. So a lot of them have we have built trust throughout the three, early three years, mm. and um, customers are coming back to us. Do you have any other products for cars? And we also have loyalty programs. So if, after you buy a car match, you get points, and you have to spend the points to get the other car match. And a lot of customers don't have car anymore, so they will come to you and say, "Do you have any other products that that we can buy?" And then we then uh, early this year we launched four products. That's like a a must-have thing when you first buy a car. So there are car chargers, car holders, um, your car cables, and a car vacuum. So these are the, these are the products that will, we call it Oxtra, which is Triple Extra. So these are the products that's that's just something that you need in the car. And how we choose? There are a bunch of uh, car accessories out there, and we went to the manufacturers and actually design and and talk to them what is the the highest spec available in the market, and we just put it down to the very affordable price. To, to our uh, existing users. Yeah, I, I've, I've touched some of them, finally, for the first time. I've touched a few of them just now, and it does feel pretty high quality. And I, even identifying all of these products, like what are the, you, you know when you say you want to expand into car accessories, you don't just close your eyes and pick and choose. Yep. Or I know some traditional business owners, last time if they go and source for this kind of uh, accessories, they just say, ah, give me everything, uh, the full range, you know, <laughs> then they bring in. Yeah. We have to be smart and diligent to identify which are the top SKUs yeah. that uh, people respond to better these days. Then only we can make the decision based on the data that we find. You know, if you want to bring in something, can it sell? Yeah? Can yeah. you do proper forecasting and things like that? So I, I bet that's definitely something that you guys continuously research on. So you, you can realize that from this episode alone, Zong talks a lot about researching, researching, and you can only research if you understand data. You know, you pull these kind of things, you make decisions based on that. And that, that way alone, only you can really move forward. So what is Trapo's uh, plan in the near future? I know what's launching now, it's great. But do you have like bigger long-term plans, let's say five years down the road for the brand? Um, definitely, we want to go broad as our product range. But most importantly, uh, Trapo is still famous for Comet. So we will go very deep in terms of Comet. So we want to be a, a very uh, full solution for comments for all the uh, drivers in, in Malaysia. And um, we are also expanding, already expanded to Indonesia oh, wow. and Singapore. Amazing. And uh, we're looking for more and more um, Southeast Asian countries to expand. At the same time, in Malaysia, we would like to introduce more and more comments um, to Malaysian drivers because in the very early three years, we really spent a lot of effort in research R&D and also listening to the feedback. And there's still a lot of people out there that don't know that this solution uh, existed. And I would say for the next five years, definitely is to get our awareness out there. All right, it's it's a lot of insights. It's amazing. Uh, I, I wish you all the best. <laughs> I really Thank wish you. you the best. Because again, you guys are a local national, 
a local player. You guys produce everything, manufactured most of the things within Malaysia itself. So of course, it would be great to see Malaysian products finally, you know, a new players for the Malaysian products to rise to the international scene. So uh, it was great. Zong, thank you very much for your time. We have come to the end of the interview for today. So uh, what I realized, uh, what I can summarize from the whole experience that I got from you today is that sometimes it's the things that people don't look too much on and when you put effort and focus in and do it properly, that's where the money lies, I think. That's where the, you have that market and that's where you can do business and you're even expanding beyond that. I mean, people will be thinking initially, ah, Trapo do come at any issue or not. Because it's not any, you know, regular fresh girl to tell you, I'm, I'm going to start car business. But from yeah. then, then again, you expand, you export, you, 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 know, you do sustainable activities, recycling, everything. It becomes a very holistic and uh, uh, fulfilling business to them. So I'm, I'm very glad to hear all this from you, Zong. That's so it. anyway, uh, this is the end of the podcast. Thank you for your time. Uh, this is Zong Lee, the CEO and co-founder of Trapo. Thanks for being here. And you have been listening to the Go Digital with Jason Lowe show. Tune in next time for more episodes like this. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for listening to the show. Production by Rainworks Studio with my friend Chintat. Music by Ofnil Naga and yours truly. Enjoyed this episode? Please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform for more. This was Go Digital with Jason Lowe.